What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we're on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, and this week we are continuing our review series where I am taking a request from every single Patreon supporter, and I am watching that movie and then reviewing it for everybody. This week, I am reviewing Paddington 2. It is a movie that I would I wouldn't say that I ever had this this knack or hankering to to go watch this movie or to find it on a streaming service, you know, rent it, whatever. I just I never had a need or desire to to go watch it, and it was mainly because I felt like it was a it's a, it a just a straight up kids movie. And look, I watch enough kids movies as it is, so it it wasn't something that I just felt like I needed to go out of my way to watch. But I knew all the the, the circumstances behind it, you know, being one of the best reviewed movies of all time and, and whatnot. So when this movie got put up for review, I was, I was interested. I was intrigued by it. I was definitely excited to, to watch it and kind of be able to sit down and finally have a chance to, to go through this movie for the first time ever. So that's what we're reviewing this week. If you want to be part of the group to to put your movie up for review any movie doesn't really matter it could be from the it could be from the damn 40s 50s whatever i mean i prefer you not to but nonetheless uh you could pick any movie that you want romantic comedies horror movies old classics whatever if you want to be a part of that group go to patreon.com slash two game that is the number two and support us at any of those tiers, and then that's when you get access to our Discord, which is where you can request your movie. But that's enough of that. Let's jump into Paddington 2. Now, if I sound a little off, I'm a little nasally, okay? I'm getting over what I guess is the flu or the or the C word, and uh, my voice is still kind of coming back to normal. I'm, play, I'm playing injured, guys. I'm playing injured here. I got back pain, the, the chair that I'm sitting in fucking sucks, I got nasal congestion and shit, I just want you to know I'm here for you, alright, I, I am doing this for you, and Tyler, because he's he's the one that requested this, but Paddington 2, uh, Paddington picks up a series of odd jobs to buy the perfect present for his Aunt Lucy's 100th B-Day, only for the gift to be stolen. This movie was directed by Paul King, who directed the first Paddington. It had a budget of $40 million, and it grossed worldwide $227.9 million. I I guess I don't remember this movie coming out in theaters, because when I saw that big number, I was like, alright, I didn't realize it made that much money. Because I, w- I would have said it made right around 80 or so, if, if I had to guess off the top of my head. But I didn't realize just how big of a release this was. This movie stars Ben Wishall, Wishall, whatever, Wishall. I'm probably I'm butchering that last name. He plays Q on uh, the new, the James Bond movies, the one with uh, Daniel Craig. Uh, Hugh Grant is also in this, and Hugh Bonneville. Uh, it has a runtime of one hour and forty three minutes, and it was released January twelfth, twenty eighteen. I have a few fun facts for you. Actually, the first one's not really all that fun. It's just, well, I mean, not fun because it's kind of a drag in terms of bringing the mood down. Uh, Paddington books have sold more than 35 million copies worldwide, but the author, Michael Bond, died on the last day of filming 
and six months before the release of this movie. It is considered one of the best-reviewed movies ever on Rotten Tomatoes with 99% on the tomato meter. It has 250 out of 252 fresh reviews, only two rotten reviews. I want to say it was like a couple years ago. It was 100%, and then two douchebags came out of nowhere and said it was a terrible movie. I mean, to be fair, one of the reviews said this movie's just not for me. That That's fair. That's fair. I mean, it, you, you can't blame somebody for not liking something, but as long as you admit to me personally, if you if I sit through a movie and I say, yeah, like I can see why people love this, but it's, it's just not for me. Like this is not my jam. Like I want to say I watched uh, Amsterdam recently and uh, the movie Elvis. Like people love that movie Elvis, but it just wasn't for me. Like I can see why people love it, but I, I couldn't even finish it. Like I hated it. Just wasn't for me, and I think that's fair. When, as a critic, if you can acknowledge those types of things. Uh, next up, we have, which is probably my favorite fun fact. I think I have ever done. Volodymyr Zelensky, the current Ukrainian president, is the voice of Paddington in the Ukrainian dub. Yeah, yeah, the president of Ukraine voices Paddington in the Ukra- Ukrainian dub. That is super interesting to me. Uh, I saw that and I was like, oh, that's that's kind of cool, I guess. I mean, I'm not going to watch it in, in the Ukrainian dub, but it's still cool nonetheless. So what did I think of Paddington 2? Well, let's go through my expectations first and then we can kind of build off of that. I expected a great emotional film that really, really just hit me in the feels. I was expecting to be fighting tears, all this kind of stuff, because the way people had talked about this movie was that it hits you in the feels like like nothing other for, for an animated movie. Or let me rephrase that, an animated character in a live-action world. So did I get those things? Well, I, I think it is a great movie. I, I, I really did love this movie. I really enjoyed it. But as far as it hitting me in the feels, it did not. I, I I wouldn't say that like I was it, it ever just tugged on my heartstrings or anything like that. It was mainly just okay. This is this is really great. Like I love the animations throughout, uh, in particular scenes. It I mean it's very very well made, and then they do a decent enough job with some of the side characters to make you care for them, which kind of carries the movie in, in terms of the family and whatnot. Um. But as far as it being an emotional tearjerker, it, it wasn't for me personally. Uh, I do think they have some emotional moments and beats, but as far as like I'm I'm sitting there like oh that that kind of hurt. Never never really had any of those those moments for myself. But I, I do think it is a great film overall, and it is a movie that I would definitely I would definitely watch again. I would definitely watch it with my kids. I can definitely see why people love this movie i can definitely see why this was the best reviewed movie on on rotten tomatoes okay up until like a year ago i i can i can definitely see all those things and i I think to me at this point it's not whether it's a good movie or not it's how good it is you know some people give it five stars i mean it's one of the higher rated movies on letterboxd Lots and lots and lots of fives. I want to say it was mostly fives on the Letterboxd app, if I remember correctly. But a lot of fours. 
and uh, not not a whole lot of negative reviews on the movie altogether. So that to me, just when when you see that widespread, it's just like okay, you're either gonna love this movie or really love this movie. One of one of the two things, and it's very rare that you're gonna like it. So I definitely do think that is a family night type of movie. Um, I definitely wouldn't mind, re- like I said, rewatching this movie with my kids uh, for a family night that we get together for. And I would actually recommend you watch it like that. Uh, get the kids out. Get you know, get the sleeping bags, the the blankets, the pallets, whatever you want to do for your movie nights, and just have a good good time with it. And I think this is definitely a movie to experience with others. I, I'm curious to know. For anybody out there that's seen Paddington 2, if you feel like it is a a get together type of movie, you know when I when I watched it by myself, obviously I loved it, but I'm curious to know if I would have loved it more if I would experienced it with like my family for for instance, uh, my three kids. So I I would recommend not watching it by yourself. I would actually recommend watching it as a family. But to be fair, I think it's a great movie regardless, and I don't. I don't know for a fact if my love for it would be more. I, I don't know. Hell, it could be worse. I, I probably could have enjoyed it significantly less because, you know, the kids are hollering and shit like that. But let's dive into some of the, the, the tidbits of the movie. The CGI of the bears, really, really great. There's actually some some animated scenes throughout throughout the movie. For those of you that don't know, the bear Paddington, all the bears are animated. They're CGI. And then there are certain sequences in the movie where it becomes animated. And it's it's woven in very, very smoothly. And it's, I'm telling you, like, sometimes you can't even tell that it's animated. That's how great it is. So I think they just did a great job on the animations, the CGI, uh, the pop-up book of of London was just fantastic, utterly fantastic. The sound design, so damn good. Whether it be, you know, the uh, the scooping of the marmalade or the creaks of the ladder, etc. Just all the different noises that kind of go out through that throughout this movie, they are they're pristine. Like very, very great sound design. And then speaking of some of those those shots that I just mentioned a second ago, kind of jumping ahead of myself here. You know, the shots where it kind of woven in very smoothly with animated versus real world uh, scenes. I love those dynamic style shots where it does like a 360 of the room and the the room is changing, but it looks like it's a continuous shot. Absolutely loved those scenes in this movie. They did it. I don't know, like two or three times. I can't remember exactly, but each of those scenes were were great, and I, not, I'm not disappointed that they added so many of them in there because they are that damn good. Uh, so those dynamic shots, really, really loved them, uh, and they just like I said, the the transition is so smooth, you almost don't realize what's going on. That's that's how great the animation is. That's how great the shots are. Now, as terms of the characters, Paddington, obviously the goat here because he's just the most lovable character in the damn movie. So, not going to spend a whole whole lot of time talking about him. Loved his character. 
the uh, the villain of Phoenix Buchanan. Very interesting villain. I, I really did like him as a villain. Uh, I loved Hugh Grant's performance. It was like he was charming yet slightly over the top, which really works in contrast to the very lighthearted uh, Paddington. And I, I think they just worked so well as a uh, hero villain in this story, just based off the performances from from Hugh Grant. And as far as the performance goes for Paddington, the, I'm just going to call him Q from James Bond. Um, I, I thought he did great. I, I thought he, he voiced that role perfectly. And honestly, I can't imagine anybody else voicing Paddington at this point. Uh, I thought he did a great job voicing him. But the movie in general, in terms of the other side characters, the the family, the the dad, yeah, I liked him. The mom, eh, yeah, she was a little zany, a little, a little over the top for me personally. But I thought they all did enough to service the story and kind of push it forward. I wouldn't say I disliked them at all. I wouldn't say that I loved them, but I liked them. And as far as the the whole plot where I read the story, I read the plot going into the movie of it was going to be like a mystery and they were going to have to find the, the stolen book. Honestly, I thought it was going to be Paddington that was going to be the detective in this. And I'm a little disappointed by it. But at the same time, the fact that we got a CGI bear in jail with, uh, what's his name? Uh, I don't remember the actor's name. But the guy that plays Knuckles in this movie. Like, that was just a perfect combo in, in prison. And I loved all those scenes together. So a uh, little disappointing he's not the, the detective, but at the same time is like I'm not I'm not upset by it. I'm not upset by it by any means. So I, I do think that all the characters did enough to to kind of carry the story over. And then the last thing that I'll mention is my one negative of the movie. And I mean it, it's a negative, but it's not a negative. So don't think that it, this is just me nitpicking, okay? So the biggest thing that I have with this movie is, and it's the biggest thing that I have with family kids type movies, and it's those over the top performances along with that kids movie dialogue. Like, there's just, I don't know if I can explain it. Like, the acting in kids movies, they act a certain way. Like, all the adults act very, very, very over the top because it's a kids movie, okay? I can't fault it. You know, they're trying to draw a lash from the kids by looking and playing silly. So that's kind of what happens in this movie. At points, the movie feels super serious. It feels very adult-oriented, and it feels like it could be... It doesn't feel like a kid's movie at all. But then there are times, especially with the, the mom, and then, you know, I don't even want to say Hugh Grant at times, but it, there's just certain characters in this movie and then they have dialogue that just reminds me of kids movies like ripped from like the disney channel and that irks me at times so that would be the one negative that i have against this movie and it's the only thing that prevents this movie from being uh, a higher score on it than than most others but don't let that distract you from the fact that i think this is a fantastic movie and it is definitely a movie worth watching. That one nitpick is what keeps it being perfect for me. And it's just, like I mentioned at the very beginning of this review, 
just not for me. Okay, so don't don't come at me sideways about oh that's just a kids movie. You should that's the one thing you don't love about it, and it's I mean you you knew it was a kids movie going into it. Yes, yes I did, but but I just did not like those moments in this movie, particularly like it was those specific moments were my least favorite moments in the entire movie. It really turned me off. But everything else about the movie, absolutely loved. Sound design, the characters are good to great, depending on who we're talking about. The animations, the the camera angles and shots and whatnot, all, all fantastic. And I can't recommend this movie enough. I, I do really, really love this movie, and I hate that I put it off for, for so long. So I'm really glad that you know, this was uh, put up for review, and that's one of the things that I love about doing this review series is I'm being forced, air quotes, to to watch movies that I wouldn't normally watch. So I am definitely uh, definitely excited about the future of this series. But I end up giving this movie four and a half stars. Like I said, the one the one little nitpick I have on it that prevents it from being a five is just some of that. Some of that dialogue and those performances just kind of irked me. And again, I mentioned at the very beginning of this episode that just some things just are not for me. And I completely understand that it's a family movie. So you're probably rolling your eyes and saying, this is fucking bullshit. This is, this is stupid. Like, I, I understand. Like, I'm going to get some hate for it, for that being the only reason that I keep it from being five stars. But, nonetheless, it is the one thing that kind of holds it back for me. But, y'all let me know on our Facebook or going to our Patreon, patreon.com slash 2game. Let me know if I'm right, if I'm wrong. Uh, And that will be it for me, guys. I will catch y'all next week on another episode. Laters.